Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible. A weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Featuring your host, Coco Jazz. I've done some really freaky stuff on Sunday. <laughs> Scarlet Prin. Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snack. <laughs> and Svetlana Borscht Pierogi. If you are not feeding me, fucking me, and funding me, then your opinion has absolutely no weight on my life. Body count. What's your body count? I will never divulge that, divulge that information. Why? Because it doesn't matter if I say two people, you're not going to believe me. If I say 200, I'm a whore. So at the end of the day, I don't feel like it's relevant. I'm trying to I subscribe judgment. to being Mary Jane's philosophy. After 35, your body count resets because no one knew what the fuck they were doing before then anyway. <laughs> so after to, 35, your body count resets. I need to think of I really did not. We should have prepared for this. Yeah. I, um, I'm prepared. I'm still not giving you my number. <laughs> as far as my number, I believe not like doing the count. Um, I think it's under 20. Probably. Maybe, mine maybe is, like 11. Mine is probably somewhere between 20 and 25. Mm, yeah, I think mine but is I think even if I, I tried to beat, that's all I'll say. But even if I tried to list it out, I think I don't think I could remember them all. I, How sad I think is that? Do you want to remember them all? No, <laughs> no, I, I do not. I think I can remember them all. I just have to like sit down and put it like right on a piece of paper. So you don't have a spreadsheet for this, Scarlett? No, I don't have a spreadsheet for this. But I could create one right now as we're doing this. Yeah, but, but see yeah, how many I can count. And, and by the way, what do we count in the body count? Are we just talking penetration, or yes. do we count yes. if it's just no, head? no, 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 no? A, a, a penis has to physically be inserted mm-hmm. into your vagina or your anal cavity. Okay, so anal counts. <laughs> I would hope that you're having vaginal sex at the same time is you're it, having it, anal it, sex. Is it not vaginal? always? I've said it's, it's vaginal. It's vaginal. vaginal. Isn't it? it vag- I was making sure because it is. Yeah, yeah. So not necessarily though. I've never in my life. Well, that's probably a topic for uh, another day. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, go ahead. Come on, tell us. I have never in my life had anal and not had vaginal. Okay, so it always goes together for you. Yeah, because like you got to warm up to the other. Like I, that's that's we are going to talk about. I mean, that I'm not saying you don't warm up, but no, no. All right, we'll save anal sex for another episode. So yes, your body count. Body count is yeah. penetration Trition. in either hole. Yes, but not the yeah. mouth. Oh, so you don't? I don't count having head as part as part. So of that body knocks count. a few off my list. <laughs> really? No. See, I never, so when I when um I've had sex, not I was just gonna get someone like oral sex, and then I said like um, that to me that doesn't go to your body count. No, I mean I just I haven't done that before where oh, it's just like really perform oral sex with someone and then like okay that's it. No, like it's. For it's, you, that's the foreplay? Yes. See, there's been plenty of times that I've gotten oral sex, and that was it, and I was fine with that. <laughs> oh, you kind of that way. Okay. I don't count yeah, that as body, that's not body count, though. That's, that's not body right. count Yeah, I, forget, I was thinking, yeah, I have But I will oral. receive no, and not give it back. If a guy does that, we would find that unacceptable. If, if he got off and didn't get us off. Is that what you're saying? That he got you off 
Yes. And he didn't get off. I've had that happen to me before. Yeah. That, uh, what oh, they, wanted, no, the what time, they wanted to do, they did. They wanted to they just, want ha- just please me and yeah. service me. And I let them and I was not worried about because okay. I did not really want to have sex with them anyway. Yeah. Okay. I've done that before. Like no. I've had like a guy perform oral sex on me and I haven't had sex. With him. Yes. So. But that's not part of your body the, count. No, was body count is literally much. penetration. Was this like yeah. your arrangement? Like this is. I, I can tell you my situation. Okay. okay, I'll tell you mine too in a this, minute. Well, with this one of them, one guy, because it's happened with more than one person. He was fine. He was, oh, he was super fine. <laughs> and um, a little flush we, over there. Uh, yeah, he was fine. I he was. I like him a little younger. Y'all know I like him a little younger <laughs> than me. He was a little younger than me. His body was just amazing, but he wasn't very smart. Right. <laughs> so I knew, like, I was like, yeah, oh. you got to have that part. And he, I remember he cooked for me and invited me over and, and everything. So I let him perform oral sex on me, but I didn't want to have sex with him. So mm-hmm. that's all we did. Did you talk? Did you have that conversation prior to getting in that? No, it just, it just happened. Like, it was went to his room. Yeah. He was like, let's go. I was like, okay. Because well, for I me, that's a deal breaker. Him. If a guy doesn't reciprocate, like, I think no, he, I, I think, mean he performed oral sex on me. So I know I didn't have. She's but saying, I'm saying that it's a double standard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, well, he didn't. Well, he didn't ask. Well, that's so. to say, like if you don't ask. Yeah. Like, well, okay. In many cases, I don't ask either. I just mark you off my list. Mm. <laughs> you are now blacklisted. If you don't want to do it, I don't want you to well, do see, it. But I think there's a di- so some there, there's a difference in getting caught up in the moment, yeah. right? Like I'm not going to write you off one time because you didn't perform oral because I usually make that conversation known before we even have sex. Yeah. Like I if you we can be friends if you don't give head. We can be friends. That's it. <laughs> and like for my instance, it was someone that I was friends with. We were talking about dating. Yeah. I don't know why this man, I don't know, like, he, I feel like he went down on me to, like, prove a point. Yeah, they tried to get you excited and get you But, like, he lied about his penis size before this, which I don't understand. Like, we were friends, we'd known each other for a while, and then we kind of started, like, you know, we were interested in each other. And so, of course, those kind of conversations come up. He told me he was nine inches. Nine inches? Hold on. How much Uh, was he actually? But that's, the like... This was going on for a while. Like, we didn't jump into having sex or anything right away. And somehow we made a bet. I want to say we made a bet on a football game. And he was like, I guarantee you I can make you come with my tongue in less than five minutes. I said, challenge accepted. No problem. Let's go. Let's test the theory. Mm -hmm. And so then, like, a week later, it came to fruition. And in that time, I saw his penis for the first time. It was little. How, How big? Micro. Aww. Really? I'm like, how the f- for one, I'm like, how the fuck do you think that this is nine inches? He doesn't. For one. So I think like the head portion was like trying to prove something. And then he didn't try to have sex after which I I Did he make it happen in five minutes? Yes, he was very good Whoa. with Oh wow. Okay, that makes up for yeah. a micro this, this penis. A friend of yours? It doesn't make up for my not anymore. It does but do you want his number no, <laughs> No, 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 uh, girl. No, I this was just, is back in Colorado. I was just trying to get clarification. But That's again, all. this goes back to, but <laughs> it goes back to like bullshit ass dudes because yeah. we never actually had sex because he the whole time was, not the whole time, but he decided to get back with his ex, try to friend zone me mm. after all of this. And then when that just didn't work out, try to come back. Like, now I know you got a micro penis and you full of shit. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. I have no interest in you whatsoever. So, so if, they I, have a, if, it, if they have a micro penis, that's is that like a deal breaker for you? That was yes. okay. She's Lana. holding up a pen. 
you on this pen thing. <laughs> it, it is. I'm sorry. Like, look, so here's the thing. You know what? It probably wouldn't be if everything else was there. But like most oh, of the people yeah. that I'm because I don't have I don't have very good many relationship experiences. I I will own my own bullshit. Yeah. Okay. But for me, a lot the men that I've dated at best have been that have been in serious relationships with not just like random dates yeah but serious relationships at best they're full of shit at best so yes if you have a micro penis and you're causing me all this strife headache and drama <laughs> i know i'm not no this is a deal breaker so maybe yeah. the micro penis isn't well, a deal breaker but that seals the deal let's put I, it that way well and i think i've shared this before yeah my first husband who passed away and i'll tell that story later but he had a micro penis, which you call micro penis, smallest penis I've ever seen in my life. Aww. But he made up for it, like the best orgasms I've ever had in my life before, during, and since were with him. And but and you obviously you're married to him, so you there were other you didn't marry him yeah. just for sex. No, yeah. yeah. So that's no. what I'm saying. Like if you are all these shitty ass things, and you either have a, a dead dick game or you have a micro penis. Yeah, you, I know, Lana, you're looking at me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I get it. And I think part of it is just the communication in general, you know? Because, like, I, and, I, and I told y'all before, like, the size of it doesn't really matter to me. Most of the guys I've been with have had good-sized penises. But the thing is, we communicate. They, they're like, are you good? Do you like everything? And if I don't like something, I tell them, like, hey, I hate that. we got to do something. Well, I need to, you need to... I need to tell you what's going on. See, and I don't know. Like, I think to I'm me, getting it takes to the me point. Out of the zone. And to me, I'm getting to the point. Like, I, I, I can't just have sex anymore. So my body really? count is now. If we're starting from 35, <laughs> I am a born again virgin. Uh, almost, almost. <laughs> but I'm just saying because, like, I'm at the point now. Like, I don't want to have even random. Like, even if I'm like horny as fuck, like, I don't want to have like random yeah. sex like Ooh, it just I don't like yeah. it anymore yeah. I yeah. don't like it it just I, yeah I get you so like I need I need I'm at the point now in my life like I need more of a connection yes. and I've, I've I've dealt with enough bullshit that I can yeah. see it coming from a mile away and yeah. like, I'm just like nah I'm good so I don't know if y'all ever talked to like a sex coach before no but do yeah. tell I, I, you have no, a sex wait, coach so, okay n- not officially but I do have a friend and she's very um good about helping you explore Ooh. <laughs> that's not cute <laughs> coconut mouth you watering too excited I'll there. be sex talk early in the morning <laughs> so yeah it's, yeah help you explore your body and I've actually we've gotten very close she's a very sweet lady she's beautiful she's gorgeous she's very passionate about this and I'm telling you she we helped need to get her just, on the show oh she's already coming she's perfect she's already to- oh yeah no, we already, pun t- already talked or maybe pun intended well, I've been I've been talking to her. We've been hanging, and she's really helped me become more comfortable with my body, just nice. in general, That's like self exploration. Can she like, help me have a um, penetration orgasm? I think she can. I, I want you I to, didn't I'm talk to, her. to to her. So she's great. Scarlet, never have you ever had a penetration orgasm? Correct, and we've talked about that. Coco, so never I have I ever coaching talked to a sex coach. So I can kill but two I birds. With I one want to talk to a sex coach. So in that case, Uh-oh. let's play Uh-oh. a game. Let's go. Never have I ever. So one of the things that we do, because I know, well, y'all probably, I don't know if you're listening, you might want to hear us talk. You might not. They will but want to hear us talk. 
Coco's so positive about everything. <laughs> but so sometimes we play games. So I feel like we should play Never Have I Ever. Let's do it. So some of these are sexual. Some of these are not. But first one, Never Have I Ever Set My Hair on Fire. Now, what are we doing if we have, are we doing At this it? point, this is just to get to know you since y'all heifers don't want to drink. But are we? Sp- Eventually, this will be a drinking game. Well, I never said I didn't want to drink. I'm just detoxing right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll drink, drink my water. Okay, next time. We will drink. No, this is uh, this is literally just to get to know you. So if you have done this, say state your name. Set my hair on fire. I have. Okay, so if so I Coco have done it, what was it again? Set my hair on fire. No. She sounded so disgusted. <laughs> I think I've set my hair on fire too. I'm I, also... I assume accidentally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, wait, you really think that. I'm in some freaky stuff. <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, no, I guess. Like, hey, what you, are you hey, hey, that's doing? Hey, that's your thing. But, okay, well, that's no. what, I did not read it sexually, but maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never have I ever run from the cops. Like, physically ran, like, I'm running on foot. So, if you have to clarify this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Coco and I have run from the cops. Uh, Okay, I so have right not. now, right now, Scarlet has not sort of held my breath when the cops came, type of thing. I'll say that, right? Uh, Never have I ever not wiped because there was no toilet paper. Oh, that's so gross. Uh, I have. I will find anything I anything. can. I will anything. Find anything. I have. Okay, okay, so this is all Coco. Oh, okay. Worst story about that when you've had to do that? No, I don't think we need a story. No, like I, I think it was at a gas station. They didn't have oh, any that's, yeah. toilet paper, but you know, you have to go. You got to go. I, I went yep. home and immediately took a shower. In any cases like that, I've like gotten to the shower right away. Like, and I don't. I've never it, even peed outside. Um, I had to I'm pee sorry. outside. Yeah, me too. Fairly I, I recently, stuff in my actually. Purse now, so I'm, so I'm ready. I don't know if you ladies are experiencing this, but as I age, mm-hmm. my bladder control. Not so great. That's yeah. from having the massive amount of children you have. <sighs> I only have three. Why did I? Oh, you have stepchildren. Well, I'm gonna, I have two stepchildren. I was like, why did I think you had five? Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. So bladder control, not so great. So I have to be very concerted about making sure I don't hold like I need to go. Yeah. But, you know, I drive down to San Antonio a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's this strip on this new tollway that you can avoid Austin but there is nothing when I say nothing there is nothing, nothing? it's like cornfields it is nothing oh wow like nothing it's desolate so if you don't pee before you get on that tollway you are in for a long stretch before you see any civilization again yeah I have a weak bladder myself so I know, I know. Champ. so Champ. for a long I time hold, I, have, I can hold my well I for... used to be that way and maybe that's part of the problem is I would do that but yeah so couple months ago i'm on that strip i have got to pee like nobody's business and there is nowhere to stop yeah it got so bad i'm like i'm gonna have to pull over so sure enough i had to pull over and squat down on the side of the road That's so okay. i have peed outside you, you, have to go. you gotta go you gotta go i still stand i have no problem with peeing outside no problem at all. Now that we go. know where everybody stands. Yeah. <laughs> or squats. I mean, that's like, it's, something I, it's like a daily indoor occurrence. Indoor plumbing <laughs> is necessary. I, prefer, I do prefer indoor plumbing, just to be clear. Yes. I do. Yes. Never have I ever gone through my partner's Facebook messages. No. I, never. Yeah, I have. I never I have. I have to. I have. But not like it, secretly. Like he knows, he knew it. I did. Really? Because I knew this motherfucker was lying, and I was I was like on my way to prove it. But this is the point. I've only done this to two people, and when I'm at this point, I know 
Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to make sure I understand the question. I, I think, is, is it like they're actually This on is their not rocket science, Coco. We are not <laughs> here is, dissecting is, animals. I'm sorry. This is, I'm a, I overanalyze things. So, yes, <laughs> no I way. have like a Facebook page of someone you're dating. No, through their messages, through oh. their DMs, their private no, 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 messages. No, 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 I have okay. done that. I, okay. Lana has. No problem. <laughs> Stolen a tip off a table at a restaurant. No. No. Thank you. Hell no. Who would do that? Yeah, that's messed up. Okay. Three more. Work hard for my money. (laughs) Never have I ever done a striptease dance for my partner. Of course I have. I have. I'm trying to think. I don't think I have. What? I don't know why I have. Me and Coco over here just handling shit. I I, I sound like a freak. freak. Yeah, we had to talk. I got some ideas for you. Okay, perfect. All right, two more. I just need a man that I actually want to do that for. Well, you can practice with a man you don't care about. I'm practicing. It is actually shit. better. So yes, my best you're friend like, would tell oh, me practice on the people that you, you don't know, care about. Because then when you're ready, like then when you find the one, like you ready and you can yeah. tell. All okay, right. two more. Never have I ever been skinny dipping. Have I? I don't think I have, but I want to. I haven't. I want no, to. I don't. No, no, no. Okay, no, so to recap, Coco and I, we still have one more question, but Coco and I have. <laughs> Five, four cards between us. I had Scarlett and I have one card between us, and there are two cards that none of us have ever done. So what you're saying is y'all are boring, and I'm at home living life. <laughs> okay, last one. You live in your bus life. Never have I ever had a porn addiction. I actually have not had a porn addiction. No, I so no, but I know I I did at one point start ordering DVDs. Ooh. Yeah. Was, it like, was it like you know we used to do the like five DVDs for 25 cents they, they have such great sales <laughs> um, but then I started getting then I started getting stuff in the mail I was like okay no um, like advertising I was like no can't be com- this can't be coming to the house no. <laughs> so what you're saying is you you are an avid porn consumer but you are not an addict no I'm not an addict got it but I do enjoy it on occasion I enjoy it on occasion, but I do not like the sound. I don't need to hear your life story. Just get to the good stuff. I mm. fast forward. Well. I, I like the sound. I just don't feel like looking at it sometimes. Oh, my God. So together, we're a complete point. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Scarlett, awesome? what about you? What about, how do you feel about porn? I mean, I'm okay with it, but I think I'm too much of a, like, let's get to the point. I, mm. I, I don't, And it seems so fake. Like, especially. Well, I've never seen a pizza delivery guy look like that. It, well, it's just. I just can't well, buy it, I guess. It's not sexy because it's so fake. It's like, give me a break. Really? You that- don't have your favorite, like, movies? You know? If I was, oh, I don't. It's hard to so find when I my do, favorite genre. So when not. I do want to go Ooh. there, I'm looking for real stuff. My- oh, Like, you know, real people. Like, God damn it, pick up this laundry. No. And then he bends like- you over. <laughs> like, real life porn? Like, why do you take like- the trash out? Like real Why people. Why your socks on the floor? Like on webcam. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. We, we need to talk. Yeah. You're a lawyer. I need to her a lawyer. I would rather have that than some fake shit. Some girl that's getting double penetration, thinking that you know, trying to act like she's all into it. But like, you, some, girl, that girl's girl in are. so much pain. No, at that point, she's not. Probably yeah, the first couple work. times. That's a job. But when you are that much, when of she a has porn two star, dicks in her ass, she is not having this fun. Is a I don't care how many times for some people and double penetration. My understanding is. 
It's not two penises in it. No, ass. I have seen porn. Two penises in no. one I'm asshole. Looking, I'm looking this up. Yeah. I'm looking this Ow. up. Ow. Yeah. Ow. There's no way this girl's okay. having fun. But in the porno, of course, she's... <gasps> but what about, what, what about the she's porn? She's not having fun, What about man? the porn for women, though? You know, they actually have porn for Miss women. Miss me with that shit. I like it. Well, the romanticized version. Yeah. No, but see, maybe because I don't, I've I've never had romance in my life. So, oh, that no. defined guy. No, so but you gotta like really do it well. And most porns are so low budget; it's just corny to me, anyway. Now I can get into Fifty Shades of Grey like, like that, only on another level. Like, like my husband likes when I watch that. But, but, <laughs> but what about your ex husband? What did he like? Uh, he definitely was into porn. In fact, he did have a porn addiction. Now, his started early because he had older brothers Mm -hmm. and they got him introduced to it at like eight years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And from what I've learned now since knowing him. Now, when you say ex-husband, you're talking about my husband that passed away, right? Yes. Yes. yes, Okay. So he got introduced very early. What I've learned since then, knowing what I know now um, about just reflecting on what he told me about his childhood. He was definitely very neglected. Mm-hmm. Um, and he never used those terms, but... Well, I think it was different for us back then. Yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't neglect, like, yeah. or it wasn't bullying in high school. Like, it was just, that was kids being yeah. kids. Like, I think as we've gotten older, we, not as society has progressed, I think we look at those things differently. But sorry, yeah. I, I digress. Go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah. So, very n- neglected. There was a lot of kids in the household. Um, there was health issues involved oh, with his yeah. parents. It's just, like, they had a lot going on, and I just think they weren't very present in his life. And I Mm -hmm. think porn turned into his... Outlet. Outlet. Outlet, coping mechanism, whatever. Maybe just pure boredom sometimes. Whatever it was, that was his vice growing up. For me, Mm -hmm. I mean, in in many ways, I also had a lot of emotional neglect. For me, I think it was food. Mm-hmm. So now, of course, I'm trying to rewind that, you know, all my unhealthy issues mm-hmm. with food. But for him, it was porn. So fast forward to when him and I met. I was 19, I think, when we met. Mm-hmm. He was three years older than me, if I remember correctly. So we were young adults. And it definitely was very much still a very big part of his life. Like, like where an addiction, right? Where you really don't have control. So he was legitimately addicted to porn. Yes, he was okay. legitimately addicted. So did he like avoid doing things because he wanted to watch the porn? No, of- he like he still liked okay. to do the real. Okay. Like he loved sex. Mm-hmm. Okay, but oftentimes, like I could tell whenever he would start getting into it, like really heavily again, because there we it would be longer periods of time before he would want sex again. Really? And sometimes I didn't catch on for a while. And mm-hmm. then I'd be like, okay, it's been a few weeks, you know, like something's up. And it was usually because he had gotten really into it heavily again. Mm. But he had a lot of shame about that. And I don't think I really understood how much, I didn't even really understood shame in general. And what did I know in the 20s, when I was in my yeah. 20s? Yeah. What did any of us know in our 20s? Mm-hmm. So I did not in any way understand the magnitude of what he internally was dealing with. Like, not only the hopelessness of, I can't stop. Like, even as much as I try, I can't stop. Because he legitimately would try. And he would even put things on his computer, like, to block sites. Wow. 
And then it got to the point where he'd like tell me to ask him, like ask me every day if I looked at porn. Mm -hmm. Like he was really just trying to like cold turkey, like I'm not going to do it anymore. And it wasn't working. You know, he'd find some avenue to get some, to it. Yeah, some avenue to get to it. So there was a lot of issues surrounding that. But I think the shame is ultimately what honestly killed him. Oh, good. Because he committed suicide. And Why I, do you think the two were related? I think because the weekend before he did it, he did it on a Monday. Mm. The weekend before he did it, I was working. So he was home with the kids. And I didn't understand any of this later. Um, when he did it, the cops took all his laptop and his phone and everything. So it was a long time after he died before I got his phone back and his computer back. But just through going through his history, I realized what had happened is he had gone into Twitter and he was able to bypass the the blocker software by going through Twitter to get to the porn. And just like we our, our ritual every day where I would ask him, like, mm-hmm. did you look at porn today he lied mm-hmm. like two days before he died and before he was he would have been honest every other time i i believe because he would tell me he would okay. tell me he had an issue but for whatever reason that day he, he lied. lied about it oh. and i think that just multiplied the shame right because uh-huh. not only now did he he gave into the addiction he gave into it then he didn't own and then it. he didn't own it lied to you about it and because so, on Saturday, which is the day I saw he he got into it, he had told me he didn't he didn't have any problems. Wow. So Monday, um, and here's just a one of my regrets is we were talking about having lunch together on that Monday. He had gone to work. Mm. We hadn't seen each other much that weekend, so we had talked about just going to lunch on Monday. And we just both were busy and it's mm-hmm. just like, well, it didn't happen. Yeah. It didn't happen. And mm-hmm. I wish I had just taken the time. I was so tired because I had worked all weekend. I was just like, yeah. I don't, I just wasn't, I didn't feel like it. Yeah. That was it. I just didn't Exhausted. feel like it. I was yeah. tired. I wanted to nap. And so I didn't do it. But how badly do I wish now mm-hmm. that I had just gone to lunch? And I don't know that it would have changed anything. Or it might have even but put it off a week or two weeks or two months. Who knows? Something, yeah, it could. It might have not done nothing. Yeah. It might have changed the whole trajectory. It's, that what if. it's a what if, but also it's that would have been the last time that we spent together. You know, mm-hmm. and honestly, I don't even remember our last. Oh, like I remember the last moment, like where it was just like a peck, and you know, yeah. whatever we said, time. you know, love you, bye, or whatever, right? So, but I don't remember like the last quality time we had together so that that would have been really good for me to have said you know i'm gonna take the time and i'm gonna go yeah i'm gonna go do it so he was working on his master's degree he was an engineer he was working on his master's degree and so he had class after work so i wasn't expecting him home until like 7 7 30 after he had class and we had something scheduled that night. So I was expecting him to like run home oh after class. So seven, seven thirty rolls around. He's not there. I'm texting him like, Hey, are you on your way? Like what's going on? He's not responding, which was not like him at all. Like he always had his phone with him. 
He always texts me back, even if he's in a meeting or whatever. So I'm like, this is weird. And so I'm already starting to get that unsettled feeling of... Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, like, what's going on here? And the later and later it's getting, the more and more I'm not hearing anything from him, the more worried and paranoid I'm getting. So I remember, like, finally saying, okay, I'm going to drive down to campus and see if I can find him. Oh, my goodness. So I remember going to my closet to get dressed, and I was just, like, saying a prayer. And then I remember just, like, shouting to, or not shouting, but saying to the universe, like, if you are not dead, you're about to be. (laughs) (laughs) I was like that. I just, you know, and I kind of, like, was doing it jokingly, but I was scared. So... I call my mom and I asked her, because they lived down the street from where we were, I asked her, can I bring the kids over? And I told her what was going on. She's like, yeah, come over. Mm-hmm. So I bring the kids, and then as soon as I got there, she's like, I'm going with you. So she hops in the car with me, she drives, and I'm in the passenger seat, and I just, first thing I did was call, I think I called the campus police first, and said, could you just look for his car and see if it's in the parking lot anywhere? Because we don't know what happened to him. Then I called the Dallas Police Department. I will never forget how rude that operator was to me. Like, so obnoxious. Because all I was asking was, could somebody go and do a a check check. on the parking lot of his, where he works? Like, go check and see, is his car there? You know, I'm just trying to figure out where he is. Yeah. She was so obnoxious. Well, why can't you go? Oh, my goodness. It was like, why do we need to be bothered with this kind of thing? So rude. So I'm like, all right, I'm not getting any help from the Dallas police. Now, the the campus police were super helpful. Like, Mm -hmm. they call me back. Listen, we've scoured everywhere. We do not see this car anywhere here. I'm like, okay, so chances are he's still at work. So I'll go there. So that's where we headed. As soon as we turn into his work parking lot there's this tow truck with his car up on the you know it's one of those with the ramp yeah. you know where mm-hmm. it sits yeah. up high there's his car on a tow truck and there's a cop standing next to it and i immediately jump out of the car before my mom even puts the brakes on i'm like running out of the car and i run up to this cop and said this is my husband's car where is he and he's got this deer in headlights look. Aww. And, of course, that's not helping my anxiety at all. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And so I'm like, can you just tell me he's okay? And he's not saying anything. He's just like, ma'am, can you just stay right here? Uh, we'll be right back. Like, that is not what I want to hear right now. And so then I'm getting, like, frantic. Like, just tell me he's okay. That's all I need to hear right now. Just tell me he's okay. He just, ma'am, just stay right here. Just stay right here. He just kept saying that. Just stay right here. And so then I'm getting, like, hysterical, basically. And, like, just tell me he's alive. Can you just tell me he's alive? Ma'am, just stay right here. He just kept saying that. Like, he wouldn't answer any of my questions. I would be freaking out. Oh, I was totally freaking out. I was getting hysterical at that point. So he starts walking away to go, like, around the corner. And, of course, I'm not staying there. No, no way I'm staying like, there. Going? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I get to where I can see around the corner, it looks like half the Dallas Police Department is there. Oh my goodness. Like, just patrol cars, p- 
cops walking around everywhere. There's somebody that is um, spraying spraying the parking lot. <sighs> spraying the parking like lot. Like with a, what do you call those power blood. sprayers? To remove blood from the sidewalk. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's, that's what yeah, and he's for. like an all hazmat, like oh yeah. my goodness. And of course, I'm losing it at this point. Like hysterical. Oh, yeah. There is no one probably in a five mile radius that does not hear me wailing at this point because oh. obviously there is something up. And so the detective comes over to me, and he walks me over to like the curb to sit down. He just sits me down and like doesn't say a word. He just lets me like wail. I don't even know how long. I was sitting there, just saw, and my mom's trying to calm me down, mm. and she just keeps saying, "We don't know anything yet. Like, just oh let God. him talk. Like, Let's calm down. Like, yeah, she's trying to just. We don't know anything yet, and that's not helping. Like, I am just. I've already lost it, and so finally, and it was probably a good 10, 15 minutes before I calmed down. Finally, I, I'll never forget. He said two words. He said, "I'm sorry." And of course, I lost it all over again. You know, by then my mom's realizing, okay, no, this is legitimately. So she's losing it now. We're both losing it. Um, and then, so when I calmed down again, he just asked me. He said, "Is there any history of mental illness in his family?" And at that point, there, I, in my wildest dreams, I could not conceive that he would do this. Mm. And I, like I, I was insisting, and my mom even was insisting, like there is no way, no way he did this, no way. Like we were adamant. He's like, I understand, you know. He's trying to navigate this. He was like, but is there any history? I was like, okay, I know this doesn't sound good, but he had a cousin that committed suicide. Um, and I forget someone else in this family. I want to say it was his grandmother. And there's history of bipolar and yeah. a lo- depression, a lot of things going on there. I'm like, I know that does not sound good, but there's no way that he did this. No way. So, you know, he's just asking me questions, writing things down, you know, trying to get all the facts. They took his car. They took his computer. They took his phone. They told me, like, you know, we're going to investigate. Just wow. make sure there's no foul play. But he jumped. Oh. From the parking lot, like from the parking garage. They later confiscated the security cameras Mm. of the office building. And they saw that he had by himself tried to get up to the roof of the office building, which was like 24 stories. Oh, wow. Um, And the, the roof access was locked, so he couldn't get up to it. So they have security camera of him trying to get up there. And then he came back down and then he went to the parking garage we don't have any security footage of him actually jumping. But. But. Yeah. It's, yeah, fairly obvious. And then they found on his computer where he had done searches on ways to commit suicide. Oh, my goodness. Oh so, my goodness. obviously, the evidence all pointed to he actually did it. But before I heard all that, I just could not conceive of it. Yeah. Looking back on it now. It makes a lot more sense than it did when I was 27. Yeah. Now there's so many more things that are clear to me. So many things I, I I can't even say I should have seen. Because again, what did I know at that age? But so many things that now I would see very differently than I did in my young 20s. You know, but I really think 
it was the shame that got him. The shame over the fact that he was doing it, that he couldn't conquer it. I think he probably had a sense of hopelessness, as many people in addictions do. Yeah. That I'm never going to be able to conquer this. And then add the lying to it, the shame over that. It just compounded. I think it just compounded to where, you know, and he already had self-loathing issues. It just, I think, magnified into this. I believe he thought we were better off without him. That he was such a horrible person that we were better off without him in our life. You know, um, I don't want to interrupt you, but Go ahead. as someone who I really appreciate you sharing this story because oh, yeah. as someone who I personally deal with anxiety and depression and um, I know that I've been there like I haven't tried to commit suicide before. I know people who have, but I have had that feeling where before the world would be better without me. No, don't believe it. The, it would not make me cry. We, 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 it, this, it is this not. Is, but and I and I have mental health, mental issues in my family. So it's just like you can't help what you um, the card you dealt with. Right. Yeah. You just work on you work on what you can work on. I mean, y'all know I, I, I'm always I, I get kind of um, extra. <laughs> um, and then I'm, so I'm kind of like, literally has a panic attack every time we record. <laughs> It's always for something different. I it's something I comps, it's something I want to work on till the day I die. I mean, I go to counseling. I take medication. You know, I um just a couple of days I was looking up what to do online, what to do when you feel overwhelmed, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like everyone's struggling with something. Yes. You know? Um and that's one re- that's another reason why I'm really glad that um I I have my religion because it really helps me get through things like that. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to tell you this, Coco. At his funeral, so many people came. Like, probably a good 300 people were there. And I had so many people come up to me and tell me how he had impacted their life Mm -hmm. in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he had any conception of of the people that he had touched. Like, I really honestly think he had no idea so he believed that the world was better off without him, but he didn't yeah. get to see. You have me crying yeah. now. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. I, I'm but, I say this well, I, it's, it's because... Story. I'm supposed to be... I'm supposed to be... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the, the world is not better off without you. And you, sorry. I can assure you, would be amazed at the people that you touch every day that you probably don't even conceptualize or think about that you touch. Oh, well, see. The well, world is I, not better off without you. And I think that that like goes back to our why and to why we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Like so many people feel like there is no one out there like them or that people can't understand what they're Mm -hmm. going through. People are killing themselves because of shame, sexual shame. Yes. Little girls are killing themselves because they can't, you know, meet uh, these gross standards, these standards of beauty Mm -hmm. that aren't even really real women. So I just, I think that that is, I think that that it just it ties into why we do this is because we there there these things need to be talked about and there shouldn't be so much shame around them. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be. Everybody has sex. Everybody is a sexual being. There's a reason we're all here because mommy and daddy got down. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> so I think. Uh, yeah. So at the end of the day, if if you if you've listened to this podcast and you can't figure out why it is that we're doing this, like this is a perfect example of that. Like we are all more connected and more related and more alike than we know. Yes. And we need to get over 
and and get through some of this shame that is around sex that society mm-hmm. keeps pushing on us. Yeah. Yeah, and I've I've had to obviously unwind some of that as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the fact of getting where I am today, which this story, by the way, very much relates to why I'm in the marriage I'm in now. Mm-hmm. I had so many people telling me, don't make any major decisions within a year of this happening because you're just not in a place mm-hmm. to... A year, okay. To process it. To process it. To, so what did I do? I made probably almost every major decision that you can make... I didn't listen to any of this advice, including getting married. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it was yeah. because I was scared. I was lonely. I was mm-hmm. full of anxiety. I started having anxiety attacks after that. Yeah. Like big time. Like a lot of them. And I had never had that before. But after that happened. So it was just like this huge traumatic event. And my not soon to be husband at that point was there. It was comfortable. It was nice to have the company like no, in no way, like this is the guy I should marry. Right. This Mm -hmm. is my dream guy that I want to spend the rest of my life with. It wasn't that. Yeah. So that's four months after I met him, we Mm -hmm. were married four months. Yeah. Four months. Yeah. And less than a year since my husband had died. So, yeah, looking back on it now, of course, Mm -hmm. like, what was I thinking? But in that moment, like, I just, like they said, was not in the state of mind to make this decision. So, in many ways, I've had to unwind the shame regarding that. Because even me marrying him, I have always seen as a sign of weakness, my weakness, that I wasn't strong enough to cope with it. Mm -hmm. I needed a crutch, if you will. Like, I needed someone to help me. Yeah. So even that kind of shame I've had to deal with. And I had someone tell me, you know what? Maybe that's what you needed at that point. Yeah. And that was very freeing for me, actually, to go, okay, maybe that's just what I needed for that time of my life, that it's okay for me to say this is not my forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was freeing for me. That's a good point. So shame of any form. Is a problem. Yeah. Even if it's not sexual. It's a problem, but not not a, a self-deprecating problem. Like, if you don't say shame is a problem, and then, oh, because you have shame, you're no good. You know what I mean? Like, that's what happened, like, with your ex-husband. Like, it, shame is a problem that we need to be able to openly yes. address so that we, as humans, can get through it. We are not, as much as I have no desire to date, we are not designed to be alone our whole life. You're right. And the yeah. hard shit, like shame, we need to find other people to kind of help us through. Yeah. So, aren't y'all so lucky you're going to be mine whenever I date? <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> we hope y'all enjoyed this episode. We wish you nothing but good <laughs> orgasms, great sex, low sexual shame. There you go. Bravo. No. Low no. sexual shame. No. no sexual oh, no shame. sexual shame. See, look, yeah. I got I got to rework. Gotta I got to rewire myself too. No sexual shame. Be mm-hmm. free, babies. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. 
To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com. <laughs>